You are listening to Sis, I See You, the podcast. This is a space where we have real conversations about making and maintaining friendship as a sister in Christ. Our goal through this podcast is not to just develop friendships, but to cultivate a culture of kingdom sisterhood. I am your host, Andrea McKellar. Welcome to the show. episode of Sis I See You the podcast. (laughs) I am so excited to be with y'all today. Listen this has been a long time coming and your girl is real excited. So on today's episode we're going to talk about what a friend is. In today's world there is a lot of information out there about what a friend is and I remember when I was going through some shifts in my friendships you know, I had to take a step back and I had to reevaluate some things. And I'm like, Lord, like, okay, I know what I want in a friend, Lord God, but like, what is a friend to you? Because apparently I'm doing this wrong. And it was during that time that the Lord began to show me how our ideas of a friend differ from his ideas of a friend. So that's my first point I want to talk about is what is your idea of a friend and what's God's idea of a friend? Okay. Pause for a moment and think about how you define a friend. What is a friend to you? Now, if you had asked me this question a year ago, what I thought a friend was, I would have said, I want a friend who I can tell my secrets to, someone who I can have a good time with. We can just vibe, just hanging out together. Someone who we have similar interests, who we like the same things. And somebody who's at a similar place in life. And while it is important to be able to hang out with your friends and tell them your secrets and just kiki together, you know, have that fun girl time. That's not everything about a friendship. It's only part of the truth. It's not the whole thing. And what I learned going through this process was how I defined a friend directly had an impact on the type of people that I was willing to be in relationship with. And through some deeper discovery, I figured out that a lot of the characteristics that I was looking for in friends was not what God defined as a friend. So in fact, I was attracting these flawed people, not realizing that, hey, this is why I'm having issues because my target was not set on the right thing. And let me be very clear when I say that The people that I have been in a relationship with, they have not all been bad people. They they may have just not been right for me. Okay. So, you know, I was out here trying to be in relationship with a Camry when the Lord has called me to be in relationship with a Ford F-350. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about what a kingdom friend is. We've talked about some of the characteristics of a kingdom friend, but let's get into the three main characteristics of a kingdom friend. A kingdom friend is someone who will defend you spiritually. Okay. A friend is someone who will pray for you. Now we know that 
Our adversary isn't natural, so neither can our weapons be natural. Now, way back when, a long time ago, I used to be TTG for my friends, okay? Trained to go, ready. But as I matured in my faith, I began to realize that, hey, Andrea, there's a better way to fight this battle. And it's not with these hands, okay? You have to fight spiritually. So we're going to take it to the word. So in Ephesians 6, verse 18 And this is where it talks about the armor of God. It says, and I'm coming from the Amplified version. It says, with all prayer and petition, pray with specific requests at all times on every occasion and in every season in the spirit. And with this in view, stay alert with all perseverance and petition, interceding in prayer for all God's people. So what this tells me is that I have to pray for my friends, okay? Now, Notice it says in every season, a friend is there in every season and they're going to intercede in prayer in every season for their friend. So that means in the good stuff, the bad stuff, the hard stuff, the ups, the downs, all that, right? To intercede means to intervene on behalf of another, to be a mediator, to step in. So you are literally stepping into your friend's situation in the spiritual realm and you are interceding on their behalf on whatever it is that they are going up against in that season. Also, I want to bring attention to the fact that this is the only part of the armor that somebody else can put on for you. No one can put on the helmet of salvation or the belt of truth or the the shield of faith. But somebody else can pray for you even when you are unable to pray for yourself. How many of us know that there have been times when we know for a fact that we have been living off of somebody else's prayers? Okay. So the second main characteristic of a friend is accountability. Accountability is something that we all say that we want, but in reality, a lot of us don't want it. So Proverbs 26, I'm sorry, 27 and 6 says, the slap of a friend can be trusted to help you, but the kisses of an enemy are nothing but lies. And this is coming out of the New Century version. So basically what this is saying is that when a friend is being brutally honest with you, that it can, it, it'll hurt, but it means well to you. It usually slaps you back into place. That's why the Bible says that iron sharpens iron. Imagine trying to sharpen your iron sword on a wooden sharpener. It literally would do no good. The wooden sharpener would be disintegrated into pieces. And even more importantly, it's important for us to allow our friends to sharpen us. Don't be offended if they tell you the truth. And know that they're coming from a place of love and vice versa. If you're delivering the news, then you come from a place of love. Be gentle with the news that you are delivering. In the spirit of transparency, I was one of those people who had to learn how to hold my friends accountable because, you know, you never want to be offensive. Right. But the reality of it is that by you not being honest with them and telling them where they're wrong or where they can improve, you're actually doing them a disservice. You know, I used to would just laugh it off and be like, oh, you know, (laughs) I wouldn't agree, but I wouldn't disagree. So now I'm at the point where I'm like, hey, girl, listen, no, you was wrong. Like, you know, you could have handled that differently or you could have said this. And don't be afraid to go to the word on your friends. Don't be afraid to show them where they're wrong at. With one of my best friends, 
we always say, oh, you telling God on me. You know, in reality, we're not telling God on each other, but, you know, I'm going to show you in the word where you could have handled that situation differently. And please do the same for me. The third main characteristic of a kingdom friend is someone who loves. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 13 and 1, it reads, if I could speak all the languages of earth and angels, but don't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy and I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all the knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountains but didn't love others, I would be nothing. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. So if you prophesied to your friend, gave them the clothes off your back, spoke to the mountains in their life and those mountains move, even if you laid down your life for your friend, you would gain nothing if you didn't love them. I found that to be so deep because In this society, you know, you always hear people say, I gave them the clothes off my back, you know, but in reality, giving somebody the clothes off of your back does not make you or them a good friend. It just simply means that you gave them the clothes off of your back. Now hearing this, it may leave you thinking, okay, I get it. Friends should love one another, but how do we do that? I'm happy you asked, sis. I got you. In that chapter, the Bible gives us some characteristics of love. Not just suggestions, but actual characteristics. Like, hey, sis, this is how love should behave. And it reads, love is patient, love is kind, love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. Ooh, jeesh. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, love never loses faith, and is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Now, I understand we sometimes are in those situations where, you know, we need to walk away from the relationship. We're not talking about those. We're talking about the ones that are kingdom ordained in this season of your life. And the only way to know what season you're in in a relationship is to seek the father, Go right to the source. He will show you which way to go. I promise. So you guys, that wraps up this episode of Sis, I See You, the podcast. I hope that y'all took something away and learned a lot. I sure did as I was reading and going through these scriptures. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at SisICU underscore podcast. Don't forget to like, rate, comment, and share this show. And until next time, friends. See you.